Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Wing and Clay Nation and Wow, what a crazy week we have had. I, I don't know what's going on where you live, but I stepped out this morning and uh, on up into the morning, and it's 80 degrees here in South Georgia. I, my gosh, it, you know, I, I don't want it to get warm this quick. That's going to that's gonna mess up all of the turkeys and, and get them all fired up and, and uh, try to get the breeding going early and, and all of those crazy things. And wow, uh, it's really, really warm, but hey, before we even get into anything, I, I want to tell you, I want to welcome a brand new sponsor partner to the Wing and Clay Nation family, Stack Arms and the makers of the Crushable Vault. It's one of the most innovative firearm protection products on the market to, out there today. You know, as, as gun owners, we're all paranoid about somebody stealing our guns. This is especially true when we've got them in the in the back of the truck or in our SUV or something like that. Well, I'm going to tell you, the Crushable Vault will put your mind at ease. Uh, we're going to be talking about this great company over the, over the coming weeks, and, and actually we'll have, you know, the guys that own the company on as guests here in the future. But uh, if you haven't seen this product or heard of this product, by all means, www.crushablevault.com. Go check those guys out, and I promise you, you will be really surprised at what you see. I've um, I've had an opportunity to play with it, and the thief can't get in there. Your guns will be protected. Now, what have we got going on? Well, you know, last week I was down in Albany, Georgia, for a uh, a, a great quail hunt that I got invited to. I uh, had a chance to to visit with the fine folks at Quail Forever and. Uh, what a great job those folks are doing. And I'll tell you, we had some uh, remarkable hunts, had a couple of days. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, we got into, got, got into a few wild birds, uh, you know, mostly was, was early release stuff. And, you know, I know a lot of guys are, are really into shooting wild birds, but you know what, guys, there are a lot of people that live in this country that can't get to true wild birds anymore. So, you know, the great hunting preserves are, are really a, a good place to get folks introduced to shooting. And those really good facilities have got great birds, great food, and uh, generally it's a whole lot of really good people. So before we bring on our first guest, and I've got two wonderful guests tonight, I mean, um, and I'll tell you who they are, Wayne Morgan from Morgan Optical up in Olean, New York. And, uh, you know, I've, I've known Wayne's family, especially his father, Harold, for many, many years, and those folks have taken care of me and my, and my shooting glasses for, oh gosh, I would say at least two decades. And, you know, I'm at the point now where I, I have to wear prescription lenses, and I've got some funky things, funky things going on with, uh, you know, with with the prescription that I have. And uh, I asked Wayne to come on board and 
And I can promise you we're going to we're going to get to the bottom of some vision issues here very, very shortly. So uh, if, if you don't wear shooting glasses, you certainly need to listen to what we're going to talk about. Uh, if you do or if you wear prescription lenses, you will especially want to hear what Wayne has to say, because he is an industry expert in that. My second guest will be a, a buddy of mine I've known for. Oh, gosh, if it dates back into almost 1990 or something like that, Dan Schindler. And Dan uh, is, a, is a shooting instructor. He's, he's been doing this a very, very long time. And, um, you know, Dan's got, uh, got some books out. He's got a brand new book that's, uh, that's being shipped this week. And we're going to talk about all of that. Dan has the Paragon School of Sporting, uh, you know, up up there on the uh, South Carolina, North Carolina border in West in Western South Carolina, and uh, I can assure you, we're going to have a great talk about shooting instruction and and lots of other things, you know, tied to that. But before we get to those guys, <clears throat> let's quickly go over our wing and clay news. Uh, you know, if if you guys saw all of the paper, the paperwork that I've got sitting on my desk, you would wonder what the heck is going on. There's a lot happening. You know, the shot show was uh, has come and gone and and all kinds of new things are being introduced, but but there's lots of news. You know, for instance, uh, for those of us who are waterfowl hunters, they've got a new updated North American man- waterfowl management plan that they're, that they're working on. And, you know, if you ever want to know what in the world is the government doing trying to figure out how to, how to manage waterfowl, uh, these are the, these are the folks that, that make all of that stuff happen. And they've got a website you can go to. It's www.nawmp.org. N-A-W-M-P.org. That's going to give you that new waterfowl plan. You can take a look at that and and uh, kind of see what these folks are thinking for the future. You know, I'm, uh, I'm very blessed to have been one of the original national pro staff people for uh, Mossy Oak Camo. Uh, those folks have been really, really good to me. It's it's a big, huge family. And now they've got well over a thousand pro staff guys all over the country. Well, they just named Scott Judy as the national pro staffer of the year for Mossy Oak. And, you know, those guys are really, really into all sorts of hunting and shooting, of course. But a lot of those guys are really, really big-time bird hunters and waterfowl hunters. So uh, congratulations, Scott, Judy. That's a, that's a, a well-deserved honor. <clears throat> hey, how about some products? Well, Winchester, you know, right now the, the uh, conservation snow goose season is going on, and Winchester has, has, has got a new load out there, the Winchester Expert Snow Goose Load. And, uh, you know, the good thing about that is going to be a great value. You know, Winchester does that expert load, but they've done some special things with this one. They've got a new wad design to make this thing pattern a, a lot tighter. Uh, it, you know, it comes in an uh, uh, ounce and three-eighths, 12-gauge loads, comes <clears throat> comes in uh, uh, ounce and uh, five-eighths, I guess it is, 1,450 feet, feet a second, 51550, something like that, to get up and reach those birds. So check it out, the Winchester Expert Snow Goose Ammunition. The other thing we're doing, we've got a, a new legislation going on to modernize the Pittman-Robertson Fund Act. If those of you who don't know what that is, back in the late 1930s, the government put an excise tax on uh, ammunition and guns and things that we buy that's, that's 
it's I think it's 11 percent. And that money can't go to the general fund of this country. It goes specifically back into wildlife management and programs like that for youth education and things of that nature. So they're trying to do some things with that to make it a little bit better and modernize it. And, uh, and I sure hope that they can do that. So what have we got going on? Well, right now, over in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the Great American Outdoor Show is going on February 2nd to the 10th. <clears throat> so we've got a few more days there. <clears throat> and I can promise you there are a lot of people at that particular place. It's a, it's a great spot. Uh, let's see, what else is coming up? Oh, okay, um, February 13 to 17, the National Wild Turkey Federation Convention is going on, and guess what? Marty's going to be there. That's one of my very favorite conventions because it, it's not just turkey stuff. I mean, they've got a little bit of everything there. It's in Nashville at the uh, Opryland Hotel Convention Center, and what a great uh, great event that is. Um, let's see, the Western... Hunting and Conservation Expo is going on, um, coming up, you know, right away, 15 to 17 uh, um, in Salt Lake City. Uh, I got Mid-South Sports uh, in Memphis is uh, 15 to 17 of uh, February. Got a RV and boat show and a whole bunch of hunting stuff. Lots of things going on out there. Shooting events, well... You know, the Clay Target Sports are getting ready to really crank it up. There are a couple of big events coming up uh, that I want to tell you about. Uh, one of them, the first one, is the Gator Cup down at Quail Creek Plantation. I had the, uh, uh, the pleasure of designing the first sporting clays course at Quail Creek. Uh, that's going to run the 12th through the 17th of February. And uh, Quail Creek Plantation is in, is, is in Okeechobee, Florida. Uh, coming up after that, let's see, what's the next event? Oh, here's another one. Ducks in the Desert, the Continental Shoot for DU. It's out at the Clark County Shooting Complex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, I had a distinct pleasure of designing those two courses as well, and what a beautiful facility that is, and everybody wants to go to Las Vegas. Well, that event takes place February 20th to the 24th. Uh, it's for DU, and it is always a blast. And uh, finally, for Sporting Clays, the um, Seminole Cup is going on down here just south of me, uh, you know, in Woodbine, Georgia. Uh, that, that particular event, February 27 to March 3rd, is at a facility called Broadfield. That's Sea Island Plantation Sporting Club and Lodge. Great events. Let me tell you, great events. Coming up for Skeet, the Blossom Skeet Classic at the National Shooting Complex, March 14 to 17. Uh, the Kriegoff Masters, people will be planning on that. That'll be in Savannah, Georgia at the Forest City Gun Club, May 2nd to the 7th. Two state shoots in in uh, trap shooting. The Florida State, March 19th to 24th, is at the Silver Dollar Club in Odessa, Florida. And the Arizona State is at the Tucson Trap and Skeet Club, also the 19th to the 24th. So, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on. If you want to know more about uh, those particular organizations and events, MyNSSA.org for the skeet, MyNSCA.org for the sporting clays, and ShootATA.com for the trap. So that gets all of that stuff out of the way. And believe me, that is an absolute mouthful. But we are already crawling up on our first break. And I know I've got Wayne Morgan sitting by. And, and I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and go to that break and when we come back, 
We're going to talk shooting and vision and a lot more with Wayne Morgan from Morgan Optical and Sport Glasses in New York. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. Hey, and welcome back to Wing and Clay Nation. And you know, another way that you can get me, I mean, I've actually got my Twitter up in front of my face here right now. So if anybody wants to pop a quick question uh, while I'm talking to Wayne or when Dan comes on, you know, feel free to do that at uh, twitter.com slash wingclaynation. So let's move on. I have one of the icons in the shooting business, Wayne Morgan from Morgan Optical. Now, Wayne got started in the optical business in 1982 at, a, at, uh, at Morgan Optical. His dad started that business way before that. But I think Wayne um, Wayne got started shooting when he should have. He was shooting when he was 12 years old, shooting clays. And, and Wayne, welcome to Wing and Clay Nation, my friend. Thank you, Marty. It's a pleasure. Well, I'm so glad to have you. And, and you know, uh, you and I have gone back and forth over the years trying to trying to get me where I can see clay targets as clearly as I possibly can. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a... I'm one of those guys that 
that was not blessed with great vision, uh, like like some of the people that I shoot with, and I'm so envious of those guys. But uh, you know, you you fellas have been able to, you know, Morgan Optical has been able to 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 get me, uh, you know, where I'm I'm still close to about 2013, 2015, something like that, and and actually can see things straight up and straight down the way I should. And it, it's it's just such a blessing to um, to have that kind of vision. So if you would, Wayne, just, just real quick, and then we'll get into some question things. Tell me just a, a tiny bit about Wayne and a little bit about Morgan Optical, if you would. Well, uh, as you stated, I started you know shooting at a very young age, and uh, the family business was, was optical. Uh, we owned and operated a, a optical dispensary here in Olean, New York, and another one in Bradford, Pennsylvania. Uh, my dad actually started in 62, and uh, somewhere in the mid uh, mid late 70s, we got involved with shooting glasses, and it sort of just started out and grew from there. We actually started out with decots, and then uh, Randolph came into the picture in the 80s, and uh, we haven't stopped since. Uh, we've since retired the other half of our business after 50 years, and for the last eight years, just concentrated strictly on the uh, shooting glass industry. Well, I'll tell you, and that's a big industry. And, you know, for folks that are listening that for whatever reason, and I honestly can't think of a good one, don't use some type of eye protection when they're shooting. Talk about that just for a second, Wayne. I mean, that's that, that's almost unheard of. You know, if we, if we go to a shooting range, they make you put on glasses. Well, you go out to to hunt, you go to a duck blind or a dove field or, or quail or pheasants or grouse or something, and you don't put glasses on. What the heck's up with that? Well, people take it for granted, and there's far more accidents in the field than you ever have on a trap skeeter sporting course. And uh, you don't think about it because you're not at a club. There's not the guides, the rules. Uh, but safety, safety is number one, no matter what you're doing, uh, particularly with firearms. And uh, in the field... Birds don't fly straight away like they do with, with clays. You don't know where they're going to go, and when shot goes up, it must come down someplace, and you don't want to be on the other end of it. Uh, so you want to make sure you're using safety lenses, polycarbonate or Trivex, uh, in a frame designed uh, specifically for what your, your application is. Well, you know, and, 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 and what a lot of folks may not know is you really can see a lot better when you've got the, the, the glasses designed for shooting. I mean, when you put your face into the gun, you don't want to see the the, the the top of the glasses and all of that stuff. I mean, the, the shooting glasses really have a specific purpose. Number one, of course, being safety, but it's, it's beyond that. And, 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 and we've got all of these colors out there, too. I mean, Wayne, talk a little bit about colors, because the, the color enhancement of the target is real, and it, it really does help people shoot better. It is. Uh, with the clay targets, uh, there's certain colors there that are designed specifically for the enhancement of the clay. Uh, the HD medium is one of the more popular colors, and it's, it's similar to a tangerine color. And uh, for our wing shooters and in the field, we have a max light uh, for your overcast and cloudy days, dusk and dawn. You can drive with that at night. You can make your way to the blind. And as the sun comes up and gets brighter, you can, you can switch over to a, a modified brown or a copper polarized, and then you have a sunglass lens, which is uh, offers a tremendous amount of contrast without being extremely dark. And uh, the the quicker you can see the target, you faster your target acquisition is. 
the better it works out for you in the long run. And with these lenses being larger and much closer together than your dress glasses, you have a much better field of vision. They're taller, so when you mount the gun, as you stated, you're not seeing the top of the frame, and it makes it a little bit easier to keep your head in the stock. Well, and, and it and it really, really does. And it, you know, you you the one thing you mentioned about <clears throat> about dark. You know, the, the the one thing you don't want to do is put on a lens that's too dark for the situation. No. Um, that's about the only thing you can do wrong. There really is no color. We get asked regularly, you know, what's the I'm a, somebody will call up and they say, well, I'm a sporting clay shooter. What's the best color? There is no wrong color. There are some that are more popular than popular than others. We all interpret colors a little bit differently, and you can ask any squad of five what's the best color, and you're probably going to get six answers. The only color, color that's wrong is when you use a lens that's too dark for that particular situation. The same as this as if you wouldn't drive with sunglasses at night. Exactly. Well, and, and now, you know, almost 10% of the male po- shooting population is has some degree of color blindness, but how, how do they deal with it? Well, for a red-green deficiency, particularly with the clay birds, we're going we're gonna to steer you towards the red colors. Uh, Vermilion, R600, uh, NHD light. As long as you stay within the red spectrum, it's going to help you pick up the orange targets. The other colors, if you're truly red-green deficient and cannot distinguish the difference between red, orange, and brown, the other colors really aren't going to do much for you, so you want to stay with the reds. Okay, excellent. Well, that's, that is really, really good information because, you know, they're, they're, I, as, as an instructor, I've actually run into some guys that, you know, have the wrong color, and they just they flat cannot see a target. And then, you know, you ask them to put on something with a little bit of red in it, and they say, "Well, I don't have that." Well, boy, you know, you talk about uh, you talk about a tough day at the uh, at the office when they're seeing everything gray. <laughs> you know, trying to right. trying to pick trying to and pick it up, moving through the trees. It's it's uh, it's almost impossible. But hey, you know, I put a a, a post on. Uh, uh, shotgunworld.com. That's a that's a website that I I play around on a little bit. I've actually got a private forum on that thing, and I told them that you were going to be on the show, and and uh, I said, hey, if you guys have any questions for Wayne, fire away. Well, I got a couple, and I want to I want to throw you throw them at you. You have no idea what I'm getting ready to ask you, but I, I'm confident okay. you'll have um, you'll have an answer. I uh, got a, the first one is uh, from a, a guy who says he is stuck in Cali. Well, that means he's probably over there in California. God bless you, my friend. I, I uh, <clears throat> uh, come over here to Georgia. You'll you'll like it a lot more. And his question was, I would be interested to know the percentage of customers who have had cataract surgery uh, are they're able to use non RX shooting glasses, and also for those who need some correction. Post-op, on average, how long until the new eye stabilizes enough to make spending the money not a lost cause? Well, it depends a little bit on how the surgery goes. Your doctor's going to be the, the one who really has the final answer there, but usually somewhere between four and six weeks, maybe up to eight. Uh, many of them don't need a prescription to shoot with, but most, if if they have a slight prescription, it's worth putting into the lenses. It will make things a little bit sharper, a little bit clearer. You may not need that prescription to drive your car. You can pass your DMV to watch TV. But when you're shooting, you want to see as sharp as you can. There are a few that don't need any prescription, but uh, a little bit of prescription if it's, if it's beneficial. And again, if it increases your target acquisition, it's always a bonus. Okay, great. Okay. The second question is from... 
VT, and I'm assuming as I look at the, the rest of this, that's Virginia Tech, VT Hokies Duck Hunter. And his question is, I would like to know, are there any styles of quality prescription shooting glasses that allow for readers for readers or, you know, the, the bifocal part in the lower portion okay. of the glasses? He said, I've tried progressive lenses, don't like shooting in those, and I usually use either single uh, script or I just take them off to read something. But can you put the, the reading in the bottom and how does that work? Absolutely, and probably somewhere around 50% of our lenses do have a bifocal of some sort in them. When we're making glasses for shooting, we do things a little bit differently than what we do for everyday use. When you get your progressives that you wear every day, they set the height of that bifocal according to your pupil. We don't want it up that high. We want it as low in the frame as you can get it, and yet still high enough so it works for you. Uh, There's three or four different types of bifocals that we use, and depending on the frame and the prescription, uh, they're very small. You you often have to tip your head back to get into them. They don't interfere with the distance, but they're just big enough so you can read a scorecard, choke tube, selector switch, primer in the event of a misfire. Well, I know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you and Harold, uh, you know, I, I, you know, that doesn't have doesn't have anything to do with with winging clay too much. But you know, I shoot a bow a little bit, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, so you guys fixed me up with a with a little spot where I can actually see my sight pin crystal clear, <clears throat> and still and still see the target off in a distance. And I just I just, it, you know, and I just thought that was uh, that was remarkable because, uh, you know, uh, when when you've got that close up issue, you know, and it's, and honestly, it's about the same thing trying to aim a rifle or something like that. I mean, you 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 see the close crystal clear and the and the far off is all blurred, or you see the far off crystal clear and the close is blurred. So there are right. things that you and, can do. And, and in a situation like that, or say for our pistol shooters, and the same thing applies with a bow, uh, we often compensate the eye that they shoot with. And the compensation moves the focal point back far enough so that it brings your front sight into a decent picture. Uh, it's not perfect, if you make it too clear, the target's too blurry. So it's a compromise. And uh, it's it's pretty amazing to see the amount of people, uh, even when I've been to the SHOT Show the last couple of years, and we hold up some trial lenses over them, and, and they're, they're holding up a Mach pistol, and all of a sudden they can see that front sight again like they used to 20 years ago, and the smile that comes over their face. And the amount of feedback we get from our pistol shooters is tremendous. Well, uh, a lot of people I... like to give it up. You know, mm-hmm. when they hit a certain age, and now there's a, a there's an answer. You can go back to shooting iron sights like you used to, you know, many years ago. Well, you know, and the crazy thing is, you know, uh, as we get older, and, and and we supposedly have more time to go have fun, why in the world would we want to give up the fun? So, you know, it's it's great that the technology allows that, and and uh, and and I tell you, it's certainly made a difference uh, with me shooting my bow, and and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't thank you guys enough for that. But hey. Wayne, I'm going to hold you over for a couple of more minutes uh, you know, to talk just a little bit about Morgan Optical and how to get in touch with you guys. Uh, we've got a break coming up, and uh, we'll, we'll finish up with Wayne and uh, get Dan Schindler on. But, folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are with Wayne Morgan of Morgan Optical. And Wayne, my gosh, last segment, what great information you have given these folks. I mean, uh, there's so many people out there that that don't understand it. I mean, they, you know, if you if you if you've got 2020 vision, you know, you don't have any issues. But so many of us, especially as we get a little bit older, uh, start having having those issues. So, you know, if 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 you had to if you had to go to a prescription shooting glass, what have you, what do you, what information would you need to make that happen? Well, we ask that you get a, a copy of your prescription. Usually, often we recommend that you get an updated prescription, so it's the most recent that we have. In addition to your prescription, we need what's called a PD measurement or pupillary distance. And what that does is it tells us where to go with the optical center of these lenses in relationship to your eyes. The rest of the information, we're going to get directly from you uh, based on height and weight, half size, etc. It's actually very easy to do long distance. The majority of what we do is all sight unseen. And uh, we've been doing it for many, many years, and it's very routine. Well, I think, I think uh, as we were talking leading up to this, you don't just sell here in the United States. You do international business as well. Yes. Uh, we've shipped now, I believe, to 27 various countries, and we ship internationally on a, on a weekly basis. Well, that's great information because, you know, we have a, a surprising number of international listeners on this show. And, and uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really comfortable that you can take care of those folks. Now, so, all right, Wayne, 
So if if you want to talk to Morgan Optical and or uh, and talk about some shooting glasses, whether they be, uh, you know, plain lenses or uh, with various colors or RX, how do they do that? How do they get in touch with Morgan Optical? Well, our website is morganoptical.net, and on our website you'll find information to our emails as well as our phone numbers. Uh, we're pretty much available seven days a week. It may take uh, 12 hours or so to get back to an email on a weekend. Uh, basically, give us a call. We're glad to uh, email you some of the latest brochures and the information you have. Even if you email me now, uh, we can get some information out to you. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, hey, you know what? morganoptical.net that's about the only thing that you need to know right now and Wayne I cannot thank you enough my friend this has been remarkable I I learned some things tonight and I'm sure that our listeners have done so too and uh, thank you so much for being a part of of the Wing and Clay Nation radio and and you and I'll be talking down the road and and again thank you so much folks morganoptical.net go there and I can promise you you will find some things that, uh, that you like, get in touch with Wayne, and he'll take care of those problems. Wayne, again, thank you so much. Okay, Marty, thank you. Okay, buddy. All right, let's uh, let's move on. I have got another guy uh, that, that is dying to talk to me, and I know that for a fact, Dan Schindler. Now, Dan Schindler's a guy I have known Dan, <clears throat> oh, gosh, dating when I started working at Cherokee Rose Sporting Club in 1990. I think I met Dan right about that time. Uh, he was working at the time for, for Lincoln Traps, and, and I told Dan I was going to tell this little story. Dan, are you on the line? I am right here, Marty. All right, buddy. Real quick, I'm going to tell this little story that I told you I was going to tell. And, uh, uh, you know, Dan and I were both in the in the business, and I get a phone call one day, and, and, uh, and it's Dan. And he says, hey, Marty, let me run something by you. I, I just, I'm trying to get some opinions here, and, you know, I, I guess he valued mine. He says, I am thinking about going into business for myself. You know, I, you know, I love to teach. I love to instruct. I really love working with people. And, uh, you know, I would like to be a professional shooting instructor on a full-time basis. What do you think? And, of course, my words back to him were, were very simple. I said, Dan, if you have that passion and that is truly what you believe that you want to do, I am all for it. And, uh the rest is history. Dan is still doing that. Dan, if you will, real quick, tell us just a tiny bit about about the Paragon School of Sporting and the things that you do, because we've got some we've got a bunch of questions that we want to ask. But uh, introduce Dan for me, real quick, and then the Paragon School. Okay. Well, thank you, Marty. I very much appreciate the opportunity uh, to be with you this evening. Um, Paragon came about as myself and some very competent people in our country uh, who care about the teaching industry uh, want to raise the teaching standards in the U.S. Uh, so that uh, on a regular basis we're turning out competent instructors to help people, uh, whether they're social groups, corporate groups, or whether or not they are individuals who truly want to improve their shooting. And once a person decides that they want to do more than just break targets, but they want to learn how to break targets consistently. They want to become more dependable in the shooting box. They want a swing they can trust. Um, that's where a competent instructor can truly help people, and that that's what we do. 
Well, and, you know, I'm an instructor and I've been doing that, you know, literally as long as you have. Um, And, you know, the one thing that that I do know is is that everybody doesn't have a desire to be a world champion. I mean, a lot of people want to improve their bird hunting skills. They just want to be better when they get out, out on a clay course so that they they feel like they know what they're doing, and and I think a lot of a lot of what you do and a lot of the way that you approach this is is, is very much targeted in that direction. I mean, there are far more people that shoot for fun than shoot for competition. Yes, I agree. I agree, Marty. Well, you know, and and you know, there, I, I want to get into. This, some specifics that we're going to talk about your new book here in just a minute. But, you know, there are a couple of questions. And, and you know, being an old instructor, I always like to hear what what my peers have to say. And and um, I, I'm confident that uh, uh, that you're going to have some good answers to these. Uh, you know, one thing, you know, when somebody comes out to shoot, you know, everybody just wants to break more targets. So so it, why are they missing? What What really causes that, Dan? Uh, that's, a, that's a very serious question, Marty. <laughs> um, it is very serious. It, yeah, it is. Um, there's different types of coaching that instructors can do. Uh, one of them is gentleman's coaching, and we can talk about that in a few minutes. And then there's also formal instruction, and formal instruction is geared more towards the individual who wants to improve their shooting. But the question you asked was about you know why people are missing, and the reason primarily is the swing the shooter is using on the very same target is typically changing. When I work with new new shooters, maybe E class hunter class wing shooters, and I work with double A and master class shooters, in what I can see from behind them are the changes that are occurring in their swing changes that they're not aware that they're making. They're, they're unintentional, but a good coach will see those changes. And what I'm asking the audience to understand is when a shooter is making those unintentional changes, that's what's causing the missing. Even when the targets are broken, if we were to videotape 10 singles in a row and when then we were to videotape every single swing and then we'd watch the video on the wall, on the screen, even when the targets break, say, say targets one, four, and six broke, the swing, swing number one, number four, and number six, all three of those were different. And if we've got a different swing occurring, then we can't expect the results to be the, the same. Well, Do I have a minute to, to go into what I call random gun movement? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and if I may, you know, the, and, and you're exactly right about that. And the one thing in, in my teaching, you know, when I'm, when I'm working with students, you know, I, I, uh, you know, one of the things that I want to have them work on is making it, making it repeatable because the Correct. target is the same. The gun is the same. The shell is the same. The choke is the same. The background's the same. The only variable is going to be the shooter himself or herself so you know we want to make it repeatable so you know when you when you talk about those kind of things that really is the problem because you know people and and i know you have this they'll turn around and look at me okay where did i miss it i don't really care where you missed it i care why you missed it 
That's the yeah, right answer. We, we need to fix the why. We need to fix the why. The where the where Correct. will get taken care of. So you're you're right. talking about random gun movement. Let's 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 go there. Okay, that's a that's, uh, a, that's I, I a term that a lot quickly. of folks have. This is heard. a chart that I hand to all my students. I don't ask them to study it. I don't ask them to memorize it. But before we go out and put the very first shell in the gun, I want them to just look at the chart and absorb the the information on the chart. So let me run through it as quickly as I can. If a shooter makes a one-inch mistake at the muzzle, random gun movement, a one-inch mistake, at 30 yards, you just miss the target by two feet. That's with a one-inch mistake. At 40 yards, with a one-inch mistake, you just miss the target by three feet. If you make a two-inch mistake at the muzzle, at 20 yards, 20 yards, you just miss the target by three feet. At 30 yards, with a two-inch mistake, you miss by four feet. And at 40 yards, with a two-inch mistake at the muzzle, you just miss the target by five and a half feet. I also have the numbers here for four inches, if you make a four-inch mistake, and now... (laughs) We're not missing the target by feet. We're now starting to miss the target by yards. So every small mistake that we make at the muzzle, when precision is compromised, that's why we're missing targets. And like you said, it's not where did you miss, it's why. The X or O will always be decided in the box. Once the shot string leaves the muzzle by one thousandth of an inch, the shot's gone. Yes. The shooter can yeah. sit down. We can all watch and, and see what happens. And, and, and you know what's really crazy, Dan? And, it, and I, I, I kind of use this crazy analogy to make, to make people laugh a little bit when, when, they, when they have those issues. I'll say, look, you guys know what a hula hoop is. You know, everybody, everybody's out here you know, shooting patterns. If you're testing the gun to see how your gun shoots, you're shooting patterns about the size of a hula hoop. Well, put that hula hoop out there. How could you possibly miss that? How could you miss shooting inside the hula hoop? And, and But what you have said is exactly the reason that they do that. I mean, the, it's an, in, you know, everything is exponential from the muzzle. So that tiny little bit of distance, you know, is expanded as the distance goes away. Now, hey, we've got to take a quick break, Dan. I've got some more great questions for you. Then we're going to talk about your, your new book just a little bit. So, folks, stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back with Dan Schindler. After these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. 
Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. Marty Fisher here with my my buddy Dan Schindler on the other end of the line, and we're talking about some shooting instruction. So, you know, let's talk about that. I mean, this, this is this is really what Dan's here. This is what the guy does. So let's talk about it. Uh, Dan, you know, when a student comes to you or comes to, to any instructor, what, in your mind, should a student expect from a paid lesson? And what, what are, what's the instructor's obligations to serve that student? All right. To, can I back up just for um, Absolutely. 10 seconds Absolutely. here? Absolutely. Um, right before the break, I mentioned I spoke about random gun movement, one inch, two inch, what all that equals. And I want to make sure that I haven't misled anyone who's listening to this program. Um, myself and my instructors, we don't teach math. I don't know how to teach math. I'd be lost but I do know how to teach gun control. So that teaching a person how to be precise with their shotgun, how to control their movements, that's what it's all about. But I don't want anyone listening to believe that we do that mathematically. No, we don't. well, and, here, and here's the thing. You know, and, and, and okay. I just you wanted teach to it add in, that no, to make yeah, sure. And almost no everybody teaches, you know, talks about this. You know, lead is a field, it's not a measure. So when you talk about those couple of inches, I mean, that's really, you're just saying, hey, if the gun is out of position here, we're not looking at the gun to try to try to aim it. That's not what it is. Right. Thank it's you. all about pointing, and, um, and I appreciate you clarifying that. But, hey, if somebody comes to you or another instructor, what are they looking for, and what are the obligations of that instructor? Okay. Well, the first thing is I'd like to talk about two different types of lessons. One of them I call gentleman's coaching. Gentleman's coaching has two objectives. The first one is safety, and that's across the board for all sessions. Then the second objective in gentleman's coaching is called entertainment. This is all about breaking as many targets as possible. That means the instructor or the group of instructors will go out on the course and set up the target presentations to be what I call can't-miss birds. We do that intentionally. 
because our corporate group coming in or our social group coming in, they're not coming in for instruction. They're coming in to have fun. All they want to do is break targets, and we will set those targets up where that's exactly what will happen. It's a very noble assignment for an instructor, but it should never, ever be confused with formal instruction, which I'll talk about in a moment. So when the person goes through gentleman's coaching, like a corporate group or a social group, they will break a lot of targets. It's all about fun. It's all about entertainment, and everyone's happy at the very end. But they did not learn anything from the session. They had a lot of fun, but there was no real formal teaching going on there. Uh And sometimes people unfortunately end up they go for instruction and what they what they gain from that time was actually gentlemen's coaching and it's sad they've been misled and i want that on the record this is something that we work very very hard my instructors and myself we work very very hard to prevent if someone comes for gentlemen's coaching that's exactly what we're going to do but if they're coming for formal instruction that is a completely different type of lesson. Well, so, yeah, and I would think it. I would think it would be. I mean, you know, and, and the old adage is is really true here. You know, water seeks its own level. You know, a lot of people just want to try it, have a little bit of fun, break some targets. You know, and some of those folks are going to be happy with that, and they can go tell everybody yeah, they did. I do. And then I do. You're going to have a certain time, percentage when that, of when so, that's you know, what they want. More. That's exactly what we should be doing. Okay, but then there are mm-hmm. others who are very serious about improving, and now. With this student in front of us, we have a person who, is, who genuinely wants to improve their shooting. And this is where instructor competence um, is, is absolutely required. It's not optional. So well, yeah, well, that I makes can a run lot of down sense what because, I feel those obligations you know, I mean, the, are. Hey, you know, those people are expecting to improve their shooting skills Every lesson, and and you know that because and there has to be a, there, there, it's 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 like Saban always says, you know, there's a process, and going through that process uh, is, is what a competent instructor can do. I mean, they don't try to put them, they don't try to give them a, a law degree when they're still in the first grade. That's right. So, well, you know, the so first a little bit, Dan, right. we've got about, is, listen, we've got about five minutes to go, and I want to take yeah. some time here on your, um, to talk about your books. But um, uh, real quick, you know, when, when you talk about formal instruction, uh, just just in a, in a few sentences, uh, take me there. Let, let's okay. say somebody that's been shooting a little bit comes and, and uh, you know, it's, they're looking at tougher targets, things of that nature. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. The first okay. thing is, the non-negotiable basics and fundamentals. It's just like playing a piano. It's just like playing a guitar, where to put your fingers, where to put your hands, going through the steps. It's the same way in shooting. Where to set your feet, where to set your muzzle, where to put your eyes. When the trap fires, what do you see over the gun? Like you said, Marty, it is a process, and there are steps. We can't compromise the precision. If we're going to be dependable, if we're going to be precise, if we're going to be consistent with the swing, we've got to go through those steps. Well, okay. you absolutely, you absolutely do, and you're absolutely right. Now we're 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 closing in on the end here, uh, Dan. Unfortunately, I could talk to you for another hour, but tell me about your books. You know, you've you've written uh, three now, and you've got one that's just coming out this week. Okay, the first book is now in its third edition. Uh, there's 30 years of experience that I've added to the original chapters. Um, book one it provides the essential fundamentals. 
It focuses primarily on the setup, the chokes, loads, gun fit, shooting methods, eye dominance, front to back. The book is intentionally short in order to uncomplicate the shooting equation, which I think it does very well. Book two, the second book. Uh, would be most valuable to the wing shooters and the feet task shooters who start from the gun down position. Uh, gun down opens the door for unwanted random gun movement, which will, of, of course, cause the missing, which you know. Book two explains how to reduce and minimize that random gun movement, which is so important to all clay target and wing shooters. And then book three, Beyond the Target, it builds on the information provided in my first and second book. Uh, it delves into the real, the actual reasons why targets are missed and where true swing consistency comes from. Uh, it talks about the mental game. It talks about distractions, where to place your attention, the shooting methods, and lessons in book three. They all apply to the shooters seeking improvement and especially the intermediate and advancing shooters. Okay, great. So, how you know, we've got a, got a minute or so to go here. Dan, tell me, how do they get in touch with Dan, and how do they get the book? So, give me, give me some information there that, uh, that our listeners can use. Okay. Uh, they can go to paragonschool at AOL.com, and our website will come up. Our office number here uh, in North Carolina is area code 828-693. Six six zero zero, and we take phone calls um, pretty much seven days a week, and responses to emails are typically same day. Well, I know you're shipping books now, so if somebody wants to get one, I actually uh, have uh, have one of the books that, that you sent me. It's really really nice, and you know, it's a great looking book. Number one, I mean, it's one you can put on the coffee table, and that's a that's the beauty part of this. But I have beyond well, thank the thank you, Marty, and uh, listen. That's good. Dan, we're, we're, we're running out of time. Thank you, my friend, so very, very much. Folks, get in touch with Dan Schiller. Get these books. I can promise you that you're going to get a great deal of information from, uh, from talking to this gentleman and from reading this book. And if he's standing behind you, you're going to get even more information. Thank you so much, Dan. You're very welcome. Thank you, Marty. Okay, buddy. Hey, and folks, we're uh, we're we're close to running out of time here. In fact, we're all are almost out of time. Remember, wingandclayradio.com. Uh, there's listen to links all over the place. You can you can go there. You can listen to all of the previous episodes. Uh, you can listen when the live shows are on. Uh, five co- podcast sites. All of those are on there. So hey, until next week, shoot straight. Have fun and be safe. Wing and Clay Nation, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting. 